It's time to raise the roof for our 71st episode. We have the four horsemen together with us. That is me, Bree, Gibby, and Evan. We are all here. Welcome to this newest episode of Raise yes, the Roof. Yes, it is the sign of-, of the apocalypse. It is Yes. Coming. Hopefully not. Who knows? I don't know. The trade deadline's coming up, so actually the apocalypse might happen. Uh, we have we have a lot to talk about on this episode. Uh, Cleveland series is having Rays took three out of four there. Rays got a, kind of a big name in the trade market and gave away uh, or traded uh, a name. So we'll talk about both of those things. So we do have a lot to talk about in this episode. And we're going to get into it in just a second. But if you guys want to follow what we're doing here at Raise the Roof, social media accounts, Raise the Roof TV, our Twitch channel, Raise the Roof Twitch our YouTube channel, Raise the Roof, and our website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. So how are we doing on this, what is today, Tuesday morning, but Gibby's not Tuesday Monday. morning for Gibby because he's currently in it's Mormon Monday. country? Monday. Monday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am I am in Mormon country, that is true. Um, there are rocks and there are Mormons, and that is what there is in Utah. But it's nice, it's nice. It's quite beautiful. So I enjoyed it. I Love enjoyed it. my time. <laughs> There's uh, a big lake there too, I think. It, yeah, it's salty. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm nowhere near that. So it's, it's, yeah. it's probably full well, of jazz fans. Bandwagon yeah, jazz. Salty. Yeah. <laughs> salty jazz fans. Rough. Just rough simmer. stuff. Sorry, Gibby. Uh, sorry, Evan and Bree. How y'all doing? I'm good. Nervous about this week. It's very. It's probably the biggest week of the season. Honestly, hopefully we rise to the occasion. Two ESPN games. That's cool. Two ESPN games in the span of a week. Especially at the Trop. I don't... Trop's going to be popping. We had one... We had the Yankees earlier this year at the Trop. That was on ESPN, but never two in one week, I feel like. Yeah. Starting to get the idea. Starting to get the right idea. Bree, how you doing? I am good. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Nice. That's good. (laughs) Love it. I want to start it. I want to start us off talking about something that we only get to talk about every few years, and that's the Olympics. The Olympics is currently going on right now. I think between us four, the two most important teams are the softball and baseball teams. Softball is currently in the, I mean, it'll have already happened by the time that this comes out. The gold medal game is going to happen Tuesday morning. Uh, The U.S., I believe, is playing Japan. uh, And then baseball hasn't started yet, but baseball will be starting. Unfortunately, there's one less Ray on the roster than when we currently went there. It hurts. It it does hurt. We play Japan again. Didn't we just beat Japan on a walk-off in softball? No, it was yeah. Canada. It was Japan. No, it was Japan. Was it Japan? Yeah. Oh. Two days ago, I think. Yeah, it was Japan. I thought that was Canada. I think we walked off against them, too. But Oh. We do it to everybody. It's okay, Japan. It's yeah. yeah. Nothing. <laughs> it's, not, it's not you. It's us. Thanks for hosting, though. Yeah, it's been a very, I mean, it's been a very strange Olympics so far. Obviously, no fans. I feel like it's still getting a lot of traction, though. I feel like they've added a lot of sports. I mean, they like how there's long has 50 it been? i believe yeah like skateboarding i saw skateboarding in the olympics yesterday that was, that was so crazy cool. that was, that was crazy. ridiculously cool hey, wait are all the skateboarding events done um i they, i don't they, think so i think because i guess there's street and park and i think they've only done street yeah they oh, did they man, did the freestyle they did the freestyle yesterday that was pretty yeah cool. there was like those two 13 year old girls that, does that count that as two sports goal? yeah or is that the same sport there's like a whole bunch of them where it's like there's. I think it's there's the same diff- sport with different events. Yeah, different right? events. Uh, Maybe that's, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah, but there were like those two 13 year old girls that won gold, which is like yeah. insane. You're 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 13 years old and you're at the Olympics winning what, a gold medal. Like grade, 
My sister yeah, and no one's even talking grade. the the bronze medal for that. She's sixteen, so like no one's even talking about her because the two people in front of her are thirteen. Like that's they insane. Won, they won the Olympic gold medal with their parents driving them. They can't even drive yet. Yeah, it's been. I think it's been a really good Olympics. Like it's it's yeah. gained a lot. I I just I I mentioned this um before the pod, but the one I think the one shooter who shoots with one hand and then one hand in the pocket from <laughs> Russia. Um, we and then she won gold in 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 uh, the shooting event, and and I think last time she won silver, and she was she was already a big internet meme, and then she came back and she won gold with with the hand in the pocket, just just nonchalantly just showed up. Legendary. That's just legendary, honestly. We love it. So I I think it, it's been a good time. I think. Yeah. Again, I mean, the only reason why we're talking about this is because we only get uh, you know so much time to actually talk about the Olympics. So. Who cares that it? it's a rage podcast when there's the Olympics going on? And plus, there are rage representatives in the Olympics. So, well, well, let's talk about, I mean, the rage representatives currently in the Olympics. I, I, who's the guy that they just claimed off waivers, the right-handed pitcher? Like Poppin? Jake Reed or something? Yeah, Jake yeah. Reed. His wife is currently on Team USA, the softball team. So, best of luck to her. Hopefully, it'll end up in a gold medal by the, by the time this gets recorded. And then, how many Rays players, former indoor current? Joe Ryan, Shane Boz. Edwin Jackson, Scott Casimir. So yeah, four current and or former Rays players on it, which I think is awesome. Also, a special shout out to Eddie Alvarez, uh, the flag bearer for the U.S. Um, if you don't know about his, his career in baseball or his career in sports, he was a short track speed skater, I believe, in the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, won the silver medal there. Then obviously became a baseball player, played on the Marlins last year in that co- in that weird COVID season but, for them. When and was the last time a person did that? One, like it hasn't it, happened. It doesn't happen often. Like if if the baseball team ends up winning a medal, he would have won a medal in both of the Olympics. Yeah, it doesn't amazing, happen. An amazing accomplishment. Shout out to him. Shout out to all of our former and or current Rays players. Uh, which leads me. Into talking, I, I think before we talk about this series, there's a couple important trades that happened for the race. One of them, including a member of Team USA, is currently in Tokyo right now. That is Joe Ryan. Unfortunately, he was we part of the trade. We were literally talking about him, like, too. Like before, yeah, we, yeah, we were so excited only to find out that he was uh, traded to the Minnesota Twins. But the guy, and him and Drew Strotman were both traded to the Twins. But the guy that the Rays got in return is one Nelson Cruz. That's right. Nelson Cruz is officially a Ray. This is years in the making now. He's on the Rays. What was everyone's reaction to it? It's just, it's still off-putting to see him in that uniform. Like, and he, and he just looks so cool. And it's just, it's just awesome. It's just like, you have like one of like the, like, a, like a great, like tenured player who just is just such a household name and is on the Rays now. And I feel like, that just brings so much more light to our team. So it's 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 just this hasn't happened in a really long time, and it's been really long. No, I don't know. Why but, are you? Um, cho- <laughs> I was a little choked up because you know, you know, it's been a while since since Stu pulled out the old uh, credit card, you know, <laughs> and, uh, made a purchase. But it, it's very nice, and it seems as if more is coming. So it's a good sign. Two jacks too. So that's that's pretty good. I, I like how he opened up. Usually, I feel like when we get a player, like, like sometimes it's a little slow. I mean, that's usually with, like, guys coming up from the minors. But I feel like Cruz just produced right away. So that's that's kind of cool, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Bree, what, what was your reaction to the trade? 
I was surprised and then I was sad because I am a huge Joe Ryan fan. Very true. But um obviously, you know, it, it made a lot of sense because we needed the bat and our starting pitching for next year. Like Joe Ryan was absolutely in contention for a spot, but I mean, it was going to be tough to crack that rotation. So that's, you know, that's part of why the Rays built up their prospect depth. You know, some of those prospects are meant to be developed and become players for the Tampa Bay Rays, but not all of them can be. The rest are used to get players that, you know, can help the big league club. So that's what they did. And I, I mean, we've already seen what Nelly Cruz can do. So I'm excited to see how he helps lift us to a World Series. Yeah, uh, Evan. What, what? What? Sorry. What was your reaction to the Nelson Cruz trade? Not too surprised. I would say, like, I was. It. It was. It was like three years old overdue. I think that we. I mean, we've been after him. Yeah, in free agency. Um, it's a common talking point for a while. It seemed like, and I don't think this is going to be a hot take. But if we, if we had him last year, we we would have won it all. We were a big bad away from winning the World Series last year. Off, I mean, we made it to the World Series, and our offense was horrible anyways. There was three good players. It was Randy, obviously. Margot was really good, and Sonino were really good. And that was about it. And AK if, was it, pretty good in the World Series. We can't lie. Who? I got some big hits in the World Series. Yeah, Kevin was, Kevin was not bad. But if we have a big bat like Cruz last year, I think we win it all. And I think – I mean, I'm, I'm, I think that trade needed to happen. I liked it a lot. Joe Ryan's good, but, like – I think he's replaceable, especially with Boz and so many. I mean, we still have Honeywell, McKay, Boz, I just said. I mean, we have so many pitchers in the minors. Patino, who's coming up and down, like who can replace Joe Ryan. And I don't know who the other guy was. Who was the other guy that we gave Drew up? Drew Stratman. He's Is... very good, too. He was also a AAA starter. What, what position? They're both top 20 prospects. Pitcher. Starting picture. That also hurts. But like I mean in the in the end though, I like it because I think we could also re-sign him too since he's old. He's older. He's he's still producing, but I think he might be able to sign cheap in the offseason. So I I like the trade a lot, obviously, but not too surprised. Yeah, I I was I mean, it was one of those things where this was something that we've been I think race fans have been talking about for a while. I didn't think it was actually gonna happen just because I've never been confident in the Rays ever trying to go for a bigger name in the trade market just because I really don't think that they've ever done it. I, I know that they've always been on the let's trade someone who's a big name, never let's let's get someone in return in a trade that's a big name. So that was something that was shocking to me. And through people that that we've talked to as a group, it seems like this year more than ever, probably for the first time in franchise history, the Rays are, uh, I, I don't know if, if like win now mode is the a hundred percent way to say it, but this is more, this is more action in terms of them actually trying to want to get these big names than we've ever seen before. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Eric Neander had like a pep talk with Stu. It's like, we can win. We were so close. Last. I think he just slapped him across the face and gave it to him straight. And was just like, you got to just pull it out. Just not. No, don't pull it out. No, don't, don't delete that. <laughs> <laughs> we got our clip. <laughs> Spend some money. That's the, he had to, he had to tell Stu that. And I feel like Stu finally listened and he knows how like maybe he's actually been watching the Rays this season and not using his Yankees uh or whatever season Mets. tickets he has Mets <laughs> um so so that's that's nice you know he's he's 
he's he's we're, we're in win now mode. I feel like, but I feel like fans are a little too overzealous. I feel like we're going after like everyone, like 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 anyone at the trade deadline is like the Rays are in on it. They're like, come on, we're gonna get them. Like, all right, calm down a little bit. Like, let's see, let's see how it. Hey, I mean, we can be in on everyone. We're not gonna get everyone. Yeah, but, exactly. Like it does seem like we are at least showing interest in pretty much everyone. So well, to go off your point, Alex, like the fact that like we seem to always give away big stars and never get them. I mean, there's a reason why our farm system is so it's, it's, I mean, it's just loaded because that's all those, all those big stars, we get like three prospects in return and then we never go out and get those, those big names. So we don't have to ever give up prospects. And don't we have like 300 think, more million value in our farm yeah. system or something than anyone else. I mean, like, but but like I don't I don't want to give away like that many more prospects though because especially like the two pitchers that were like reportedly after uh, Charlie Morton and Scherzer like they're not Morton we can maybe resign but they're Scherzer there's no way but they're both older like and they're both at the end of their contract like I don't I don't know if I want to give up two or three prospects for a half a season rental less than that like I mean we never do that anyways but like I feel like that's they need to be smart about what they're doing yeah. I think is the biggest thing this might uh, be a trade where in a few years like if we don't win the world series Joe Ryan and Drew Stockman could make us look very bad yeah that's but, like true. this is also something that we we have to try eventually so like yeah, even yeah. if it doesn't work out I can't say we really like I mean I guess we could lose the trade but like and I also trades, think that I mean trading we had to put all of our chips on the table at some point if we were going to actually do something and that's, that's what they true did. and train training them to Minnesota Minnesota is a rebuilding team right now so they're not going to be competing for I would say a few years and also they have to deal with the White Sox yeah. so yeah you know if we're going to trade them to a to a team I'm actually fine with it being the twins, considering the fact of what the twins have to deal with in terms of organizational wise and also other teams that are in their division. That was a hell. Yeah. That was a hell of a trade for them. Honestly, that was, Yeah. I mean, I think it was a good trade for both of us, but both teams, but it was just a perfect time to get him. It was like the stars kind of aligned for us to finally get Nelson Cruz. They were struggling this year. He's older. He's at the end of his contract and it, it was just, Finally, like it made sense. That's all I could say is finally we got him. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the other trade that happened and then we'll take a quick break and then talk about the Cleveland series and then go into talking about the Yankee series. So the other trade that happened, of course, which I think was a bit peculiar, but I think in hindsight, thinking about it really wasn't it, you know, it doesn't seem like that bad of a trade was that the Rays traded uh, Rich Hill to the Mets for Matt Dyer, who is a lower-level minor league prospect, and then Tommy Hunter, who the Rays previously had before but is currently on the 60-day IL, and we don't know if he's going to return this season, probably won't. What was everyone's reaction to this? Because I was both confused by it, but also uh, I I was more of confused for the return, but I also knew why they did it. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, you can see from May, Rich Hill a little falling off a little bit uh, after after sicky stuff kind of goes away. Um, I think maybe they they looked at. I I think I like Rich. You know, I I, I think I, he was my player of the week last week. So that's kind <laughs> of um, not not good. Um, but I think um, you know, he was kind of falling. It, it was kind of starting to struggle a little bit, and it just. I mean, it was a trade that I think just needed to happen. So I mean, he's on the he's on the Mets now, right? Mets. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we might see him. Might see him. Could see him again in the. Uh, uh, Evan, we'll go to you. What was your reaction to the trade? Uh, it, uh, that that one honestly didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, like our rotation hasn't been the greatest, 
And I, I realized that like we are opening up a spot to get another starting pitcher, but I don't really think we had, we, I think we already had a spot open, honestly. And I don't understand really getting Tommy Hunter back. He, like he's not going to pitch again. That didn't really make a whole lot of sense. I don't know who the other um, piece of that trade was. I don't know who Matt Dyer is, but I don't, I, I, that, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but it's not the worst trade in the world just because Rich is so old and, Honestly, like he, his his trade value was very high right then, and that made sense to me to trade him. But I just don't understand why we're getting rid of starting pitching when we need starting pitching, and he's a yeah. solid pitcher. All right, Bree, your thoughts. So at first I was super confused, and then I actually read kind of the explanations for all the things they did, and I think it makes sense. Um, you know, they the Tommy Hunter thing was to you know offset the costs, which is fair. Um, and like. Best case scenario, he actually ends up pitching again. Who knows? Like, yeah. But um, we got a catching prospect out of Rich Hill, which if we kept him this season, he was just going to walk. I mean, we weren't going to get anything out of him. And he was declining. I think he I think he had, like, he was very close to the most innings he's pitched, like, ever, I think. And he already hit how many innings he pitched in the past four years. So, like, we got probably – we probably got the best out of Rich Hill which is great. Um, he did a lot of good things for us. And, you know, if we meet the Mets in the World Series, then he gets a ring either way. So that's cool. Um, he only signed with us to win a ring. So I was like, oh man, like he came here to like win a championship, but the Rays did right by him and trading him to a first place team, which I respect a lot that they did. Um, yeah, I feel like he, I feel like he really was one of the people who carried that winning streak um, in May. So yeah, for sure. I, I give him a lot of credit. I like, I really like Rich Hill, so it's kind of yeah. sad to see him yeah. go. I you know, he's like he's like the Tom Brady of this team, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna miss him, but like, I th- I don't think there was an open spot in the rotation because I think they're letting Patino like he's in a spot. I think is pretty much what they said. So they're opening up kind of you know another spot for a potential guy coming in. And I think Neander said like, oh, don't expect a starting pitcher because I don't think he wants us to get our hopes up or anything. He said they were going to do their due diligence on the trade deadline, but not to, like, expect anything. So I'm not sure how to feel about that. But, like, we Shane Boz is probably ready to go, to be honest with you. And then we've got McKay on his way back, Glassnow on his way back, Archer on his way back, Anderson on his way back. Like, we have pitching reinforcements coming, and we have a lot of them. So, you know, if we do get Scherzer and Morton, we have a spot for them. Or Scherzer or Morton. I don't think we're getting both. But we have a spot, and... If not, then we have a spot for those other guys. So, I mean, either way, it's hard seeing him go. And the trade was weird. But, like, after reading the explanations, it makes sense. Again, I trust Neander. I think it's fine. Yeah. I thought I, I think trust. we all, yeah, in Neander, we trust. Yeah. I think I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen of it. Hopefully, somehow Rich will get that ring, that elusive ring that he wants. Hopefully, yeah, he just has be. a better chance now. I mean, yeah. he does have a better chance, which I think is a very good thing. So that's exciting. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, come back, talk about the Cleveland series, probably take another quick break, and then talk about uh, pre- preview the Yankee series, talk about other things that are going on in baseball, and we'll kind of figure it out as it goes. So stay tuned on this latest episode of Razor. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. So let's talk about this Cleveland series that happened over the weekend. Uh, Rays came in, took three out of four. What I want to start off with talking about is the fact that Cleveland changed their name. 
So, so the team will be changing to the Cleveland Guardians going into the 2022 season. Guardians is, of course, uh, for those that don't know, referring to the either Guardians of Traffic, which is, I think, what the like the Wikipedia thing is for it, or Guardians of Transportation that exists on the Hope Memorial Bridge, which is right near Progressive Field in Cleveland. Uh, how do we feel about the name change? I mean, there's a lot of people on Twitter who wanted uh, the Spiders for the Cleveland Spiders, which I think would, would have been pretty cool, too. But, I mean, as long as they're doing their due diligence and, like, trying to change it, it's fine, you know. Uh, you know, they're kind of just like Dians, you know. Like, what are we going to do with that? Like, all right, get rid of get rid of in um, and put Gar. Now we have the Guardians. So I, and then they kind of, like, barely changed the font of, of, the, of the baseball jersey. So I found that funny. So it's, I feel like they were going for, like, we still want to be recognizable to our brand, but... We, we're going to transition. It's kind of like how uh, the Cleveland, uh, oh no, sorry, the Washington football team did it. So it was definitely interesting. Um, people don't like it. Some people are going to like it. You know, it's it's wishy-washy. I, I want to I wanna see like the full like uniform before I say anything about about like what, what, what it looks like or like criticize it. So that's my opinion. Uh, Bree, what are your thoughts? Well, when it first came out, I hated it. And then I watched the video, and I was like, oh, wait, that's kind of cool. That was a great video. Very well done. It, it was a really good – I got goosebumps watching it, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think it's fine. It's kind of cool. I <laughs> I like all the little Guardians of the Galaxy names going around. <laughs> so pretty funny. Marvel Knight's going to be easy as hell there. Oh, yeah. It's a good time. You know, I don't really care that much. I think it could have been a lot worse. Um like, yeah, they, like could, the they could have had a triple error in one play. Yeah. Evan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, it's, I kind of the same thing as Bree. I didn't watch the video, but, like, I was, like, it's kind of weird. But as I learned about, like, the Guardian statue thingies, then I was like, all right, that's kind of – that's kind of – at least, I, I, I'm glad I got an explanation because yeah. there's a lot of people on Twitter who are like, what does it mean? Guardians of what? <laughs> what is it? Like, it's it's just boring. And it's like, and then they kind of explain it. It's like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I'm fine with the name. I think it's really cool. I think it's a really, really cool homage to the city of Cleveland. But I, I think it would have been cool to actually have the physical guardian statues themselves incorporated more than just the wings and the G and obviously the name itself. But let's talk about this series. So Rays took three out of four. How do, how do we how do we feel about the series? Definitely. I mean, really good. They did better than I thought. They, I mean, game one was an unbelievable comeback. I thought Lau's ball, I thought that was gone. And two outs in the ninth. Um, Yandy's power was shown again. It, he had another home run in the top of the night too. So that I mean that was a great win, great comeback. Meadows another clutch hit, in extra innings. Friday was, gr- I mean, great. Cruz had his first home run as a Ray. Um, we blew a 4-0 lead, but and the, the ninth inning we went off, so that was great. Uh, then Saturday, Cash deserves a lot of credit for the Saturday game because I think that was the game Hill was supposed to start, and Cash was able to pull off a very stellar bullpen day. So that was great to see. And uh, then Sunday was. It, I'm not gonna say it was a like it was a letdown, but it was very frustrating how it happened. I will blame Cash for that because Fairbanks did not pitch the day before, and Castillo did, but he also didn't really need to because they were up eight to two in the in the ninth inning. And I don't understand why Cash did not use Pete in the eighth inning instead of Whistler. Then should have had Diego had a day of rest on Saturday, then had him pitch in the ninth because Pete has been unbelievable recently. And Diego is always Diego. So, like, I don't – I 
there's a lot of questionable bullpen um, selections on Sunday and on Saturday. But and it's just frustrating because the Yankees were up 4-0 with a no hitter and blew their lead. So the Indi- the so the Red Sox regained their one game lead in the AL East. So like that was very frustrating. It all happened at one time. But overall, definitely great series. I can't complain. Um, going what six and one against the Indians in the season. So yeah. Yeah, Evan, it's definitely. Evan, you want to go next? Oh, me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lewis, I, I only have a few things to say. Uh, Lewis Patino kind of had a rough start first game. Um, but then bullpen comes in, cleans up for him. Um, Chris Mazza, honestly, pretty two, two, two innings, no, or two, oh, two and two thirds innings and, uh, no, and no earned runs. That's pretty good. Pretty good in my mind. Um, and then just that, that error play like that, <laughs> that was one of the funniest thing, <clears throat> things I've seen in baseball in a while. Um, so that was just great to see. Um, <laughs> this Randy, Randy just thrives in chaos. I feel like, like I feel like all the race players just do, like Brett Phillips do, and the, just everyone. Like it's so chaotic. Like I don't even know how that happened. Like they didn't catch the ball once that that entire play, which is just fun. It's really funny. Uh, I I can't get over that. And then as and then Nelson Cruz just just showing up. Um, I think he only had like one bad game this series, which where, where he didn't get a hit. Um, and then the rest of them he was very pretty productive. Um, so overall great series in my mind. Um, t- take that Cleveland. There you go, Bree. I thought it was a great series. I predicted three wins, and they gave me three wins. So I'm thrilled with that. It's very hard to sweep a season series. I don't care who it is you're playing. Um, Patino did so much better than he did when we kind of threw him to the wolves with his Blue Jays start. Yeah. So I'm glad that this one he kind of like could prepare for and it was the Guardians. So, you know, gave him a little bit of a break. Still not perfect, but like there were improvements there. I think it was enough for the Rays to say, okay, we're willing to give you more starts. So that's good to see. Um, bullpen day, nothing wrong. That was a really good bullpen day, actually. Um, who else? I'm missing Yarbs, and who else? Who else was? Who else pitched? You talking about like starters? Starter, yeah. Fleming. It was right. Patino. Fleming. 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 Oh, he did better too. It was just you know tough pitch, but got the win still. And Yarbs, one of my players. He had an outstanding start. He had one bad pitch as well. And unfortunately, the Rays did not want to win that game for him. But Very sad, very sad. Yeah, but that, that was really encouraging for him. He didn't have all those stupid, like, infield hits and, like, dribblers through the hole and everything. So that was really encouraging, and I'd like to see more of that going forward. Um, Nelly Cruz, great Rays debut. Um, Lewis Head first career win. That was a cool one. We're big um, Head fans here at Raise the Roof. Yes. Yeah. Huge fans of Head. Mm. Um, Brett Phillips, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut Brett up. Phillips. Brett Phillips <laughs> is actually hitting like crazy good, not crazy good, but like crazy way better than we all expected off of right handed pitching. So he's just hitting better than we expected in general. Yeah. But, like as a pinch hitter and off of righties, like. This dude's kind of killing it. So that's really, really cool to see. And I'm glad he's kind of found, you know, his stride offensively. His, his spot. His yeah. spot. Yeah. So 
great series win. Hopefully it gives us some momentum. We had the AL East lead there. Well, not the lead, but we were tied for first for a minute there. I was so close to being right. And <laughs> you the were Red close, Sox but just you were wrong. Winning. You also right. picked Rich Hill as your player of the series. So yeah, I think I had two. I don't know the other one. He did okay with the Mets. That's true. <laughs> so there you go. I want to first give a shout out to the Chris Mazza experience. What an experience that was. That was I, an experience. That came literally out of nowhere. I expected him to crash and burn like he has been this season. I don't know why everyone thinks that. Like, he hasn't been that bad. Like, he hasn't been good, but he hasn't been, like, I wouldn't wouldn't rely on him, and he was incredible. Like, I was beyond impressed. We were so spoiled with our bullpen. That is true. I I was beyond impressed. Um, So, I got to give a big shout out to him. Obviously, Lewis Head coming back from the minors being down there for a little bit after he appeared, I believe it was in April or May when he came up. So shout out to him for his, for his first major league win. I'm pretty sure Wander hit a home run this series. Wander had a hustle double. I remember, I think on Sunday Cruz, obviously with the two bombs, that was huge. And like, they weren't like moonshots. They were like, one of them was literally a line drive that he really didn't barrel up to center field. And the other one was one where he hit it to the opposite field and it barely got over the fence. And I was like, that's insane. This guy is so strong and it's ridiculous. And he's like 41, 40 years old, which is stupid. Also, he tied Andre Dawson with his 438th home run on Sunday, which uh, now ties him for 45th all time, uh, which is awesome. So, like, now it's cool that the Rays have a player like that that we can track in terms of, like, all-time history-making stuff because there really isn't anyone else on the team who has anything remotely close to that. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was a good series. I was I was very satisfied with it. Unfortunately, the Rays got a little bit of help, but not – not much because the Yankees suck. Like they're objectively terrible and yet they're still above 500, which is ridiculous. I, I don't know how they're above 500 right now. This Brett the Gardner. Yankees are they so bad. All the Brett Gardner. That's it. They're, and Brett Gardner's they're, batting sub 200 this year. Not even like that. The fact that they lose games, the fact, the way that they lose games is just yeah. abysmal. I mean, this Thursday game, they were up three, one in the ninth. I was like, all right, let's go. We just got a game back. And they were down to their final out, and the Red Sox hit a two-run double to tie it. And then they lose in extras. And then they lose in extras. Pitches. Yes, in one inning, which I think tied the modern-day record. Yeah. Or, like, all-time Major League record for most wild pitches in inning, which is insane. Like, how – I don't care in what league you are as a pitcher. Like, if you are good enough to pitch in the Major Leagues, at no point should you be throwing 57-foot pitches every pitch yeah. and have them all bounce and then go to the backstop. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, in my lifetime, this is the – this might objectively be the worst the Yankees have been, maybe. This is this is easily well, the worst the Yankees have been. Easily, probably. Well, the yeah. thing about – like, and another thing about the Yankees is – Whatever the like, year would be. Like two of my two of my housemates are Yankees fans, so I talk to them a lot about the Yankees. And it's the thing, like they have a great come from behind win Saturday. And I feel like this happens all the time. They'll have like either a couple, like a, they'll string together a couple wins in a row, or they'll have a come from behind win like they did on Saturday, and then they'll have a loss like they did on Sunday. Like they'll lose, they'll have a lot of momentum, and then they'll lose a game that they had in hand. And then they lose all that momentum and they go back to square one. It's like, it's a reoccurring cycle that if I was a Yankees fan, I would be unbelievably frustrated with. I'm, I was frustrated with it and I can't stand the Yankees because they can't beat the Red Sox. But like, that, uh, that was so annoying that they only won one game out of those four. They easily could have won three out of four, but they're bad. Very true. Very true. Bree, thoughts? I was such a big Yankees fan this weekend. 
I brought out my pinstripes. I was saying I was singing New York, New York, <laughs> and they had a no hitter going, and they lost it in the eighth. And, <laughs> and then, then and the then eight. lost again. Yeah. I am so appalled, honestly. <laughs> like I legitimately found myself actually rooting for them. I know people are gonna be mad at me listening to this podcast, but like it's okay. This is probably a hot take, and people have already gotten after me for this. I love it when the Yankees are good because I think they're the most fun team to beat. They just are. Oh, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree playoff, with that. Play, Sending them home in October. Yeah, that was that was honestly so one of the joy. most satisfying things ever was, in my life. That was probably the best sports yeah. moment in my life. Honestly, exactly. Yeah. Lost his home run. Exactly, and like the Red Sox, whatever. I just don't get that with the Red Sox. Like. I just don't. No, no, the Red Sox are just pesky. Like the Red Sox give me 2019 Nationals vibes because they're pesky and annoying, and you don't think that they're good enough to win, but they're really good and they're plenty good enough to win. I still don't think they're good. Like they're, I still I don't still think they're this good. good. And that's like, the thing with the Nats is, is that people still doubted them. But the thing about yeah. this Red Sox team is like they, uh, like their lineup is absurd. Like the the Nationals team was like. Their lineup wasn't that they had, great. They had Rendon. They had Soto. They had Trey Turner. Uh, they had but, Robles. And, like, they had a good team. But the three on, the, like, Devers, Bogarts, and J- Martinez, when they're hot, they're the three best, three of the best hitters in baseball. Like, yeah. those, plus Verdugo's hitting really well. I mean, Renfro's hitting really, really well. Renfro um, pisses me off. I hate him so much. Like, <laughs> dude, he really stole on the Rays. I mean, so I, annoying. Get me out of here. I've, I feel like the Red Sox could score 12 games or 12 runs a game. Like their lineup is that good. And it was so frustrating. And then they beat, they came from behind today against the Blue Jays. And it was just frustrating. That was so inevitable. I mean, I you could easily call that. It was like, oh, the Blue Jays were up 5-4 in like the fifth inning. And good old Blue Jays bullpen. Talking about the Yankees, when did the Yankees and the Mets switch? Like, what did that happen? Like, when did like when did that like luck like like the the things that happened to those teams like switch? Now now the Yankees are the Mets. Well, the Yankees like, are totally. only like two games behind the Mets, though. They're only like they're not even that much I, worse than the Mets. I know, but I feel like I feel like they're doing them. They're 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 doing the Metsing right now. The, the Mets are still very much Metsing. They they're almost got very, they're the Metsing, Mets. but like but the Yankees <laughs> they, they did almost get swept by the Pirates. I just, I legitimately don't understand. Like, coming into the season, I didn't expect the Yankees to be as good as everyone thought they would be because there just, there wasn't the depth there. Like, mm-hmm. there just wasn't. That, and, that showed. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. But, like, even their players that are, like, normally there just aren't doing well. I just, I don't know. I just it don't just, see, like, I don't see, like, camaraderie. I don't see, like... They look like they... Do they want to be there? are not having fun at all. And I know that's, like, not like a, oh, like, if they have fun, they play better. But, like, actually, like, if you're going out there every day and it just... You just feel, like, crap. Or you're the Patriots. Or you're the Patriots and you win and you just are miserable as hell. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's got to be some element of, like a team or like joy instead of like lifelessness <laughs> of i legitimately like... look at them and i just think of like gray <laughs> like yeah, exactly just, I, that's like how the, i feel the dementors are running all around new york right now <laughs> just they just had their the team without a soul they're just they're just floating they're floating i love the Harry Potter reference and they're like they're not even like that bad either they're still four games over 500 no, which is yeah. insane it's just so it's so weird that it, it's 
it, it really is kind of like I just the want them to finish the Patriots, below 500. If the Patriots go 10 and 6, everybody's like, oh, the Pats are down this year. And the 10 and 6 <laughs> is still a good record. Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's the You're same so thing. Right. Like, it's the same exact thing. And it, it was just a sense of entitlement, I think. And it's, I like, just oh. want them to finish below 500. Like, they, like, they haven't done it since 95. And that's all I want. Well, it's just, for it's me, just it's abnormal. And yeah. I don't know. For me, it's almost worse to be like a mediocre 500 team than to be like really bad. Because if you're really bad, you're like, okay, like this is almost laughable. Like we get a high draft pick. Yeah, we're good. We're restarting it. We're, yeah, we're, you're like we're, we're at least if if you're that bad, you can be like, oh, we're, we're gonna rebuild. Like we're rebuilding. You know, we're the getting Yankees a good draft rebuild. pick. Yeah, the right. The Yankees like I don't even think they don't have to rebuild as conventionally as other teams because they don't have to like. Like, the Yankees don't really have to be sellers, like, ever. They can just kind of, like, switch pieces around and, like, just buy constantly. And that's fine. But, like, being a 500 team, like, there's just nothing to look forward to. You're always like, oh, maybe if we just did this. But, like, it's Well, especially never, the way they lose games. Enough. Like, yeah, the way they true. lose these games, it's not like they lose them 6-1 with no shot to win. It's they're up yeah. big late. And, and their suddenly bullpen is they lose. really good, actually. So, like, I don't. That's the part I don't understand because their bullpen is actually like legitimately a very very good bullpen. It's it's it, it. It, like like you said though, Bree. There's no depth. Yeah. And I do feel bad for Boone though. Like I've been very critical yeah. of Boone, but it does seem like he gets every bad break. Like he it, like on Sunday he did a good job. Like Herman lost the no hitter. He was at 93 pitches and he pulled them. That's what any. That's what every manager probably would do. And he put in Lasiga or. Luaziga, yeah, and he's been solid. And he just lost it. Like it's, I don't know. I, I mean, Boone has had his fair share, fair share of bad moments, but there's also it, sometimes it's also not his fault. And I do feel bad for him. One good thing though is we still get to end the Yankees season because they're the last season of the yes, season. Yes, that's what I was about to say. We can, <laughs> we can literally end. We can end them. We can end yeah. their season. Like they're already going to be dead, but we can just finish it. Oh. I mean, they're, they're not out. Of, they're not out of the wild card, though. That's the thing. I'm, they're not I'm, out of the wild card. I want. They're, to, they're out of I the want, wild card. I want the Rays to end their season so badly. It's be so that is why I really find it hard so. to believe that there's anything the Yankees could do to pass over teams like the Mariners, the A's, the Rays, the Blue Jays, um, the Red Sox, depending on which one of us is the wild card. Like, I just, I don't know. I just uh, find it hard to well, they're ahead. They're, they're a game ahead of the Blue Jays, I think, right now. Yeah, but, I don't know how. Yeah, well, and I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens as the season progresses. Um, why don't we take another quick break, then we'll come back, talk about the Yankees series coming up and some other news around baseball in this latest episode of Race the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. We are going to finish things up first with talk, with previewing the Yankee series. Uh, it will be Nelson Cruz's first series at Tropicana Field. Technically, the thing that I put on the Twitter about the fact that the era started on Monday, that's technically true because I'm sure he was at Tropicana Field. But in terms of games, that actually starts Tuesday, meaning today, this the day this podcast comes out. So how are we feeling about the series with the Yankees? Um. Like like we said before the break, uh, I I want to I want to end their season. I want to sweep. <laughs> I want I want them to to like just panic and and just levels of despair that they have not reached in years. Because like you know th- their sad moment is like, uh, uh man, first round exit in playoffs. God darn it. 
I want them to not even make it. I don't even want them to sniff the playoffs. I want them to not even, like, turn on the... I want these ratings for this playoffs to be so low because so many Yankees fans are just not watching. Like, okay, I up. don't want that because... Okay, I, don't I don't want, want that. I, like, grow, I, I want like, baseball to hey, grow. But... Hey, the, rating, <laughs> like, the, the ratings for last year's World the ratings were higher really than the NBA Finals. Did you see that tweet? Random random fact. Was that what? a thing? But Game 6 of the World Series last year had higher viewership than Game 6 of this NBA Finals. Whoa. So, hey, take and that, Giannis. And Tampa Bay Rays were in that game. Take that, and, Giannis. And 2008 was the least-watched World Series of all time since they kept those stats. So I like how we rebounded there. Sorry. Dunking yeah. on Giannis. Dunking on Giannis. Figuratively Dunking and never and literally. viewership-wise. <laughs> Yes. Never literally, because the man is seven. Never foot literally, because he is a freak of nature. He is. That would be all. He got his ring though. He got his ring. Yeah. Though. But uh, yeah. So Gibby sounds like he's excited. Evan, how are you feeling? Well, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous and excited for this week. This is probably one of the more highly anticipated two series that I remember in the regular season as a Rays fan. Kind of yeah, similar to the Chicago. Kind of similar to the Chicago series earlier this season. When we played the White Sox, very, very like post, it's just like postseason feel. Like you're, it's these games that they're not must wins, but you got to take, you, especially at home. This is a huge week for us to move up in the standings. But I, I mean, I'm very, I'm, I'm not like very confident, but I obviously we're, we're better than the Yankees are. Cole's on Thursday, I think, so that'll be tough. Um, the last time Cole pitched at the Trop, I think he had like a one hit or like a one. I think Zanino hit that. That was when Zanino hit that freaking laser, like 470, and then we didn't do anything for the rest of the game. So that'll be tough. But um, yeah, I'm really excited. Really excited to watch them on ESPN on Wednesday and on Sunday. But yeah. Bree? All right. So first, I'll hit you with the pitching matchups. Tuesday, we got. Montgomery versus McClanahan. Fuck. Let's go. I, know. I, oh, I, I don't. I don't like playing Montgomery. No, yeah. I already don't like this series. I don't like McClanahan going against the Yankees either. But I don't like one. I don't like one, one pitching. One earned run in five innings again for McClanahan. That's it. And then we got he's Cortez gonna, and Waka. Lose to win. Bullpen day for the Yankees. Um, Cortez is bullpen is reliever. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, it says he's a starting pitcher, so I don't that's know. A, that's an interesting matchup right there. And then what, what do we have? Waka, and then we have Cole Patino. That's that's the game on ESPN. We get Cortez and Waka. Are you kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. me? <laughs> oh, man. Oh I can't goodness. I can't wait to hear like, uh, yeah, let's, uh, Jason Benetti and Eduardo Perez try to, try yeah, to uh, bring up Michael Waka's 2013 postseason heroics. Hey, yeah, let's not, Waka let's pitched not play, well uh, against the Yankees. Let's not play Glasnow versus Lynn when and the two best teams in the in the MLB when the White Sox and Rays played. But yeah, let's play Cortez and Waka on ESPN. <laughs> like, are you? Whatever, I, I'll take it. We're still on ESPN. Yeah, I think the Patino uh, Cole matchup is kind of funny. It's kind of like our <laughs> our, our, our like kind of unproven. Uh, Wait, starting is this the is Cole guys. gonna see his dad for the first time this year? It is. No way! Oh I just my thought about God. Don't that. jinx that it. Don't jinx it. All right, all right. We won't talk about daycare. No daycare. <laughs> no daycare. There's, yes. There's a possibility. There's a possibility. Choi's Choi oh. on binky duty this week. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe diaper duty. I don't know. It's disgusting. Ooh, but. Uh, I've missed that so much. Oh, this is going to be so nice. We're finally going to see a family reunion for the first time in Ray's Rift podcast history. Hopefully. 
I just, okay, so this homestand is just, it's the biggest one of the season. Because not only do we have New York, but then we have Boston, which, like, directly, we could we could separate ourselves three games in either direction in that series. And then right after that, we have Seattle, who kicked our butts oh, earlier this year. No, and, no, uh, no, not Seattle. And guess what? Now they are actually a good team, and they could very well move up and take that second wild card. Oh, no. So I don't like yeah. this homestand anymore. I don't, I, don't like, I don't like Seattle at all. I mean, I like yeah. them, but I just hate playing them because they scare exactly. the hell out of me. They're like the they're Same. like the Blue Jays last year for some reason. Exactly. There's just yeah. so many so, ways this can go. Yeah, there. We could have yeah. a very bad pod next pod, or it could be a very good pod next pod. You'll yeah. Never know. So well, you don't know until next week. Now I'm really or, nervous. Damn it, Bree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this first thing i wanted to get out there no, i know but she just reminded is, me that we play seattle after but yeah whatever. first thing i want to get out there is show up to these games if you can because we know new york and boston are gonna have huge contingents of their own seattle won't yeah but still we should still go out are them. you going brie i should be there during one of the boston games i'm not sure i think i'll yet. be there august 1st Always I going to the Sunday night one. game. $23 tickets. Remember that, folks. $23 yeah, tickets. That's what I was going to say. So on Friday, there is a really sick Nelson Cruz shirt that they're giving away. Oh, that's cool. It's a cool looking shirt. Yeah, here comes the boom. It, oh, it's a pretty sick that's shirt. That's really good. And like, I want it really bad, actually. So, and then Saturday, there was the Randy Rosarena bobblehead, 6 10 p.m. So solid bobblehead. And then Sunday, there are the $23 ticket. And Um, it is National Baseball Card Day giveaway. Yeah. So fans 14 and under receive raised baseball cards and tickets are $23. Uh, Lower reserved in GTE Financial Party Deck, which is the second deck in right. Yeah. uh, So that's uh, that's just all the outfield, basically. Yeah. So that's all the outfield. Um, $23 tickets in honor of Nelly Cruz's number. So welcome Nelly Cruz to the Trop. And also that series is the end of the trade deadline. We could very well have, we very likely will have more pieces on the team than whether that's a Scherzer, a Morton, or whoever else. Welcome them to their new home. Let's kick Boston's teeth in because that would just be beautiful. Also, um, we, we've been saying that Boston isn't as good as a team as, as people like. Boston's, like, as, Boston's as their record an says. good team. I'm sorry. They are, they are pretty good, but like. We really they need have to show been the that, healthiest that, team. That they're just I, so I, I healthy. Just don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. I think Boston's great. I just don't get how they're, their pitching. I just don't get how they're still good. going. I don't understand how their pitching has been that good. They had a pitcher go down, but I don't know if he was okay. If it was like a day to day thing, no. I'll look at that really quick. Oh, but that was the way, guy that had the migraine, right? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see what the issue was. Yeah, was there was there was a guy that had a migraine. It, it might have been Eduardo Rodriguez. He had a migraine. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so he's still healthy. Anyways, what I was going to say, I have a weird feeling, and it's not necessarily a good one, that, like, th- you could interpret this two ways. I feel like Boston's going to be our best series of this homestand. Take that as you will. I'm not feeling very confident about the Yankees series, and I'm not sure why. But you know, yeah. they could they could play. I feel like the Yankees they always do that, like they got they're, they're mad about the last series and then they just want to play yeah. a starter on the Rays because we kind of we still have beef with the Rays from last year. They could just do that again. Um, Aaron Judge has been out for since the all star break with COVID, he's coming back this series most likely. Oh, god. So, I mean, good you jury that. and ex- executioner, yeah, so you could take good that as you will. Because, like, he hasn't played in two weeks, pretty much. But, like, 
it's also Aaron Judge. So okay, he's coming off COVID too. That might be a little rough yeah. But him. you know who we're getting back? Manny Margot is coming yes. back. Yes, ma'am. He's our version of Aaron Judge, basically, I've right? No difference so at all. Yeah, I mean, like nothing. Wow, every now every pitcher on the Rays IL, I think, or every player on the Rays IL is going to be a pitcher, and I think that's like thirteen of them. Yeah, it's thirteen. I think it's a club record. There's Come fourteen back. right Jesus now. So, so, who are the guys that are going to be coming back soon? Second place. Anderson is on an IL stint. Ar- McKay is on an IL stint. Archer, or, I mean, Archer. Like, yeah. Archer pitched. So all burn, three of them so have done rehab soon. McHugh's just arm fatigue, oh, which scares me. That. Yeah, what, that yeah. scares me to no end. What because, the hell does that even mean? I don't know, but I'm scared because the last time we went on the IL, he sucked, and then he became good, and now I'm, I'm afraid the opposite's <laughs> going to happen, and I don't want it to happen. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to be like senseless, but like, isn't that just you pitching the baseball, you get arm fatigue. Like, what yeah, the hell is that? I don't know. But I have a question for you guys. If you yeah. saw just, like, if I if I went in time machine and I showed you our injured list <laughs> right now, and I told you to guess our record at this <laughs> at this point in the season, what, what what would you think? Would you think we're, like, 37 and, like, <laughs> and like 60 I would say we're probably hovering like, around 500, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, there's no way you, you would think you're, you're second. Why are they so also, good? so above 500 like i don't, also I don't with, know because be, be, i think it's because this lineup is the best raised lineup i think i've seen in a long time it's like true. this especially with cruz even before cruz the way randy has been hitting it recently the way meadows has been hitting it the whole year yanni's been solid Franco's coming back. Wen- Wendell's really good. Up. Like this lineup, numbers wise, average, average wise, isn't the best. But as a collective group, the average, like the average of the average, is pretty good. Like it's it's a solid, like around probably 240, 250, It seems like I'm just eyeballing it right now. But like I don't know. That's I think that's why because our lineup has been very good. We have a couple games that we go stagnant, but like I don't know. It's a really it's a really attractive group of nine like names on the lineup. So I don't know. I, I think I, that's I agree why. On that. We didn't even touch upon the fact that Wolsey got sent down. Ugh. Yeah, Breeze. I'm fine with that. Breeze you're my, listen, you're Breeze my wonder walls. It. You're my wonder walls. Never Bre- forget. Bree, are you, are you still freaked out about it or no? Well, okay. The way I see it, and I, I kind of saw it coming mostly because he just wasn't getting as much playing time, and that freaked me out. Um, it makes me feel better that they sent him down rather than just trading him. But the reality is, is if we get, I mean, Scherzer or Morton, we are going to lose a middle infielder. Whether that is Walls, Bruhan, Jones, Edwards, I'm not sure, but Wendell. one of them's gone. So, and honestly, yeah. like, and that's I'm a big so, thing sorry, now. Like, oh, oh, wait, sorry, Evan, go. I, I honestly, out of those names, I hope I, I kind of wish it was Walls. Like, I'm sorry. Like, and, no, I understand that. Wendell losing Wendell, I really. Hope what about Greg was. Jones? I'm fine if they let him let him go. Wendell, we we I think we have to keep Wendell. Like, I'm sorry, but he's just so valuable. The fact that he can play practically every infield position other than first base really well, and he hits really well, is just I don't know. That's a priceless talent, I think, on your team. Yeah. And losing him, especially with the injuries that we could possibly have, like he can play and he can sub any in anywhere. Like I really do not want to lose Wendell, and I think that's yeah. why Walls Walls is I think replaceable. They could get rid of. Well, they they could get rid of. Well, I, I was gonna say in terms of the Nationals, like I said, everyone's on the or I, I don't know if I said this during the pod, but everyone right now except for Soto is currently up for trade and that includes trey turner which is the reason why this has become more important because yeah. he denied a contract extension from the nats 
he turned it down. So that means literally anyone, including probably, I would say right now, their most informed player other than Soto, Trey Turner, is available. So the Nats are going to want collateral on return. I would be fine with with getting rid of Jones or Xavier Edwards. I would be fine with either of those leaving. Okay, the thing with that is if Trey Turner is you know, not going to be a member of the Washington Nationals next year, they're going to want someone that's major league ready now. So that would be oh, a Walls or a Bruhan or a Wendell, Shoot. you know? I wouldn't say Bruhan. I don't think Bruhan's major league ready yet, and I think he honestly proved that. Okay, but for next year, though, like... Yeah, true. Brasso. Like, Bruhan is... He's still probably our best prospect down there, if, like, position player-wise. What about if if we coax them into giving up Brasso? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brasso is... He, he could you could throw him into that deal honestly and that's Padlo. what i'm saying you, and, and you give Padlo. up russo that's fine i'm, I'm completely fine give, giving up i feel like padlo has to be in whatever deal we do like yeah. he's Padlo's on the 40-man roster the and there's just no space for him anyway yeah, so like you give up both of those guys they get a third baseman out of it they get a middle infielder another prospect probably yeah screw it yeah like a pitching prospect then we know. keep walls we just we saw what it took to get nelson cruz and that was two top 20 pitching prospects so, yeah. and I feel like Scherzer's more than that, in my opinion. It's concerning, to be honest. Yeah. Let's try to get positive notes here. Okay, we didn't do our um, keys players. to the series and players. First off, keys to the series. Let's run through it quickly. Bree, starting with you, keys to the series. For this series, my key is offense, weirdly enough. I never pick offense. But I, the Yankees, there's something about their pitchers where, like, we either hit them a lot or we just don't hit them at all. So preferably we do the one where you hit them a lot. <laughs> That's pretty much all I can say there. Like it. Uh, Gibby. So, so I usually pick hitting and, and, and I'm going to do pitching this time because Bree <laughs> picked hitting. Um, Cause that's, wow. like the only, that's like the only two aspects of the game. <laughs> Sorry. Love it. Wow. Imagine that our keys um, to the series are hit uh, and pitch. Well, hit, <laughs> hit and pitch well. That's why you guys um, listen really to the podcast. Get to Montgomery. Um, and that's yeah. often. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, set the tone. Um, give Patino some run support. God, he needs it. What? Wait, is Waka pitching this this series? Yes, game two against Nestor Cortez, who yeah, I think we're gonna have trouble with. I don't know why, but I think his funky little leg thing is really gonna get to us. <laughs> there's there's gonna be washing the leg whole time. Like, and his mustache. <laughs> his mustache is possibly the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. Like that thing. Wait, I thought Yankees weren't allowed to have facial hair. What you can have a they can have a mustache. Oh, are allowed. No, I could be on the Yankees. That's crazy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So just just help out our just uh our boys need to do good. Patino and Walker. I like it. Um, and McClanahan is. I already said I'm not even worried about him. Five innings, one earned run. That's going to be his line, guaranteed. I like it. All right, Evan. I'm going to go with, like, there, there's, like, three, but two are kind of intertwined. So, like, limit the walks because, as we know, the Yankees want to hit home runs. So, if you want to – if you give up a couple of solo home runs, that's fine, but don't let them get any walks to add on to those solo home runs and make them two-run, three-run, or grand slams. Uh, then the second one that kind of intertwines with that is we need – to continue like our better fielding that we've done the last couple of days because that also we can't give any free base runners away when they have like a judge. I mean, judges coming back or door seems to be hitting first in power recently. Um, and then my third one is I say this a lot, but keep them in the yard. It kind of counter points the other two, but like we got to, I mean, make them, 
if so, like I said, solo home runs are not ideal, but they're fine. They're better than the alternative. And but just keep them in the yard. There are a lot of, I mean, they hit a lot of fly balls, so that's fine. But don't let them get under it and put it out of the stadium. So yeah. One more thing I'll say, Yarbrough not not pitching this series. I feel like is kind of good because I feel like the Yankees get to him a lot. They always they kind of always get. But then he's probably gonna be pitching next series against. He the pitched Red his Sox. complete game against the Yankees. I was yeah. gonna say that. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm wrong. Completely. Oh no. But the Red Sox do. <laughs> I don't want to Common movie. The, the Red make... Sox. The Red Sox do get to him a lot. God, he had a, he had like the worst outing of the season. Yeah, and time. he's probably gonna be in the next series because he's not yeah. starting this series. He will so. Be. It'll be like Friday, I think. Well, that, um, that Saturday. Mine is simple. It gets to Jordan Montgomery. That's the only thing I want. Looking at our pitching team stats right now, and we're so good. <laughs> like We've given yeah, up I, the second <laughs> least walks in all of baseball. That's ridiculous. Because we don't have Snell anymore. That's why. Snell has like the third. Snell has like the third most walks per nine inning in the whole major leagues. I'm, that's true. It's like... I, Bye bye, Blake. <laughs> Sorry, Blake, but right. he, he, I mean, he would, I think he would admit that he throws too many balls. Well, who knows? Um, here, here, let's, uh, let's pick some players. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I want to do this. All right, Evan, let's start with you. I like Wander. I, I like Wander I rising up to the occasion. It's like a. Has, has it's, he ever it's, played the Yankees? No. No, we haven't played the Yankees in a long time. Ooh. We haven't played the Yankees since like the end of May. And I I, I want to see that. I feel like he's. I think like, I think Wander with coming. Jason Dominguez is better, even though he. I, I think I, I think Wander with a predictable. I feel like I mean the trop should be crowded, so I feel like that's going to amp up the young star. I really like Wander to have a good series. I think he's going to have one or two home runs, and I think I expect Cruz to go yard tomorrow. I think Cruz is going to. And going off topic though, Cruz is huge not only because he's a home run hitter, but he's a right he's a good right handed hitter that can help our struggles against lefties. So that's big for Montgomery tomorrow, or I guess later today. But I'm excited to see <laughs> right. Cruz against him. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna. All right, so way over to this time, Montgomery. All right, let's switch it up here. Let's go with Bree. Oh, I wasn't even prepared. Um, <laughs> you saved the best player. for last. I see. Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Shit. <laughs> My player is. Rich Hill. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hunter Strickland. Mm, who do I want to get traded? <laughs> Hunter Strickland, um, Ray's legend. Oh, Denard Span. Dang, now I gotta pick someone that's gonna get that I want to get. Nikki Matuk. <laughs> oh my god. Complete, I completely forgot about that Richie guy until like, that, that random Ray's players tweet Twitter account tweeted him. I, was like, oh my I love god. that I Twitter account. Like, wow, like, I completely I forgot about this guy. Is Cortez a lefty or a righty? He's a lefty. Seems kind of like he's a bulk guy, but he got 4.2 innings against Houston. Bulk guy in an opener. He's yeah. pretty good. Wow. Yeah, he's very good. 1.95 ERA. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Six earned runs in 27 innings. That's pretty good. So I am going to go. I wanted to go Choi, but he's probably only playing really on Thursday. I'm going to go. Well, he's busy with... on Tuesday and Wednesday getting baby supplies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do I, do I, um, I'm gonna go with Yandi. Oh, I, I like that. He's been swinging it lately. Walkmaster, the Walkman. Bilal, I think, had a good series in Cleveland. He's been raising his average up, which has been great to see. He's almost at 220, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> what? I wouldn't say it's fantastic. I would say it's, I would say it's, it's just better. It's just funny. <laughs> 
Well, considering he was at 198. Not I, that know, I know, I know. He's at 220. I'm so happy. <laughs> hey, it's better than 198. I'll take I know, I know, baby. I know. He's been doing good. I, I, I shouldn't he, give him that much. If he can, if he can start off the series well against Montgomery, then I'm going to be really excited for the rest of the series. So obviously, Bilal, um, and I'm trying to think of who my other guy is going to be, because I, I feel like I picked a pitcher last time, um, and I kind of want to pick a pitcher, but I also want to pick a hitter. Like I'm, um, you know what? I'll, I'll, th- this might be like a loser one, but I, I, I want to see what what uh, Nelly's going to do in his raised threads in his first series against the uh, or in his first home series. That's basic. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I know All it was right. a basic one, but I was like, I got to pick it. I mean, the Mandy Margot pick is right there. I almost went with that. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> no, nah, I'm sticking with Nelly. Love my boy. Man, we have right-handed bats all of a sudden. Right-handed bats, yeah, love it. crazy. Remember it's... how we had, like, none of you? Like, oh, uh, this is, this is, this is a joy. <laughs> this a is a joy. to be a race fan. It is. All right, well, uh, what is Well, I haven't, we haven't picked a player yet. Oh yeah! Wait, did oh you, you did save the best for last. You saved the best for last. That's you. You. Oh you, wow! You look at you, Gibby. Look at look at me. I'm proud. And of you. I'm going to pick the bullpen because <laughs> I just I just they need to come in because you know we have some shaky guys. I mean, sometimes it's... they're good. Sometimes they're uh, they can have a bad start. So it's going to be dependent on uh, maybe. In one or two of these games, uh, coming in after maybe Patino or maybe if Shane has one of his starts where he only has like three innings, even though I, it's not, it's not going to happen. He's going to have five with one earned run. Um, <laughs> so we really got to um, just just make sure the bullpen comes in. Uh, Peter Pete Fairbanks has been on fire. Dio has been on fire. Um, I guess those are basically my two guys because they really they really carry that. They're really carrying that um, bullpen right now. And I want to see the Mazza show again because that was amazing. So Chris Mazza's you elite. have inspired me to pick my second player as the Yankees bullpen <laughs> <laughs> because they've you know they've really shown me what they can do these past. Who is that? Who is that pitcher that came in in the tenth inning and spiked every pitch? I want that oh, guy he, to be. The there's no way he's. he's <laughs> oh, he better be a pitcher in every I series. Think he's off the team. Yeah, yeah. he's not on the team. Oh yeah, man, now. they should bring him back just for this series. He was great. No, listen, they our, our optioned him, and he didn't accept the option. He said, "No, I'm leaving." <laughs> maybe, I'm maybe, sorry. Really, maybe I have dishonored. Really. Our favorite players by the end of the series. Hey, your your favorite player, Alex, might not be Brandon Lau anymore. It just might be the whole collective <laughs> Yankees bullpen. Yeah. What are you trying to say there? This is a I'm trying to say that the Yankees bullpen is that bad that they're. Oh, gonna I thought you were going to say that he was going to get traded. That I was going to kill you. Because. Their bullpen, like, I'll stand by. They have really good pieces. Johnny Lasagna, who is really <laughs> Jonathan Luizaga. No, Johnny Lasagna should. was terrible last time. Chad Green is really good. Zach Britton's good. Chapman's good. No, I should bring they back all the guys can collapse. <laughs> they can all collapse. And I love to see it. Uh, I, I wanted, no, no, they should bring back that guy just for this series. He deserves it. He Never. deserves his redemption instead, tour. Instead of a Nelson he Cruz t-shirt, no. can we just do he that dude t-shirt? He spike six pitches this time instead of four. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, can we Nelson, get his bobblehead? What, Nelson Cruz? <laughs> no, the other guy, the random Yankees pitcher. <laughs> dude, he probably he probably got so many death threats that he's like, yeah, I'm not going to Oh, that. also the uh, Nick, what is it, Nick Wickren, Wickren. the pitcher on the, uh, on, yeah. the uh, on Cleveland. What the, what the fuck? People are like, 
are Cleveland fans that invested in this season? No, and that makes you think, if that's what Cleveland fans who are like barely in contention are saying to their bullpen pitcher, imagine what the Yankees fans and the Red Sox fans and like all that stuff. All right, Yankees fans, uh, some of them are like in denial. Like, like, I mean, they're still, I think they're still like, slightly in contention but like you know it doesn't make any sense i feel like i feel like they still they're still very passionate about um about making <laughs> these playoffs at least the fans are wait so can we team, not so much so gibby's keys to the series is the pitching and his players are the bullpen so <laughs> yeah the bullpen. he's so very if, on brand so if, if, <laughs> if brand. the pitching slash bullpen has a horrible series gibby you're off the next podcast yeah <laughs> I, I literally stole Bree's personality so uh this, this, so this, this last half i swear to god the next time it's gonna be like oh the entire Rays team those are my pitching players yeah the whole pitching staff is traded. I'm going to pick just... the Padres next. <laughs> Tropicana Field, and then just, like, there's some, like, random mechanical or, like, no, that give, problem give that happens in the stadium. The second just collapses in the Gibby's middle Gibby's the, the starter. Gibby's the starter after the trade deadline because we have no Me. pitchers left. <laughs> <laughs> Look up pitching probables. It's just Gibby, 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 Gibby. <laughs> It's just me. It's like, it doesn't even say Gibby. It just says me, like in uh, Talladega Nights at the end when he just drives the car that says me. His name is going to be me. It's just a, just a picture of Gibby. And his ERA is 6969. <laughs> Yo, that'd be crazy. Although, definitely not giving up that much. Come on, I'm, I'm good. Okay, Sorry, I just point looked up. Sorry, there, there, you go, there you go. I'm the Grom level. I just looked up the Yankees reliever that like had the four wild pitches. Oh God, how bad is it? The start of this article, let me quote this for you. From Randy Miller was the author of this from nj.com. The Yankees gave Brooke Krisky a few minutes to collect his thoughts, sent him to the Zoom room for a post-game interview, and then booted him off the team, perhaps (laughs) never to return. The writing was that bad, wild pitching the Yankees to yet another terrible loss. It's just brutal. I don't know. I just <laughs> hey, shout out NJ.com. We love NJ.com. I might be writing for NJ.com in a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, well. I'll be doing high school sports, not talking about Brooke, uh, whatever the hell. He, uh, I don't even remember his name. That was like I mean, two he might ago. go back to high school. I don't know. You never know. His last name sounds like Crisco. Chris. Crisco. I, mean, I like, could be yeah. pronouncing it wrong. There's like a non-zero chance of that. But. Whatever. He, he's, he's uh, I mean, his name he's will be now. never, never remembered in the annals of Yankees history. And that's fine. Uh, any notable news in the world of baseball? What Tatis at thirty? Adam Frazier. Adam yeah, Frazier got traded to the, to Padres. the Padres for reasons that don't make any sense because the Padres, Padres already have a good team. They have <laughs> they have decimated their farm system. They yeah, have it, they have nobody. Nothing. I, I think I think the Padres got a lot in that left, trade. But, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, no, the Pirates are going to be so good. good. Yeah, the Pirates. Are, <laughs> yeah, the Pirates might get. God, now. please don't mess it up, Pirates. The Pirates was, front office, please. Yeah, the Padres. The Padres are too greedy. I think. Like they didn't need Frazier, and they already had was it Hung Soo Kim. They also didn't need those four pitchers that they have. I agree with you, Gibby. They're going to have absolutely nobody. I don't know who is in their farm system anymore. This I is their win now. Win they out. still have Mackenzie Gore. So That's incredible that they kept Mackenzie Gore. There's such a difference. There's. There's such a difference between the Rays and the pod. Like our win now is like getting rid of like two pitchers, and then, and then well, they're, we're not they're, done they're, yet. And we're yeah, still we're not si- done yet. We're, we're still th- get rid we're still three more. games better than they are too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's and, and they, their win now they is do have to play the Dodgers and the and the Giants. Yeah, but our division's way deeper than they are. 
true. The Yankees are the Blue Jays are yeah, the Rays in our have, division. Are, AL East has four teams above 500. The, the, the Blue Jays are four games. The West yeah, four, fourth good. place, and they're two games over. Like the West is very top heavy because, like, yeah. after it, it turns into the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, and yeah, that's just a feeding yeah, frenzy. We, I, th- I mean, I think the AL East is the best division, like overall. I yeah. think. Yeah. What's well, like the White Sox? I mean, the White Sox get to play 19 games against the freaking Twins, Tigers, Royals, Royals. and Indians. Like, <laughs> like that. I mean, yeah, the, the White the, Sox. That's so annoying. The, ti- <laughs> the White Sox. By the way, the Tigers are not log, that bro. bad. The Tigers are like the Tigers are what I expected the Orioles to Finch, be, and I stand by that. Honestly, AJ the Hinch, season, it, he should it, win. If I mean, the season ended today, Hinch should win. I, I agree. Hinch should win AL Manager of the Year. I, I think my pick is if the Mariners make the wild card game, I think mm-hmm. their manager should get it. Who is their man? Scott Scott Survey. Surveys. He he. The Mariners are incredible. I don't know they, how they're a that's an incredible team right story. now, but it's insane. Those have to be like the three finalists. They really do. And then Kevin Cash, because he'll be a fourth finalist. Just, just throw him in there. I mean, honestly, I think Larusa gets the four spot and Cashy gets five. Can we get a Rick Renneria in there? That was probably one of the funniest moments of the baseball season last year. Was is that he he already got fired before Dude. Manager of the Year awards? Wait, <laughs> how is Larusa going to get? It? He gets a cakewalk division, and then he gets because. Four. He's a Hall of Famer, and Hall the of White Sox are finally Look good. The ring. They're Look like the ring. in first. On Hall, Hall of Fame, ring. drunk driver, and we're like, <laughs> agreed. And I think everyone's gonna agree with you. But thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm trying to think of uh, what Tatis hit his 30th home run. Uh, I went to a Phillies game. I mean, that's not like notable baseball news, but I got to see the Phillies win, and that's uh, that's helpful in terms of getting Charlie Martin. If they want to get him because they beat the Braves. Um, I'm trying to think of what well, else. Going off that news, going to baseball games, I am most likely going to the Rays-Red Sox series in Boston Ooh. on Ooh. August 10th through the 12th. That I'm Because my older, brother, my older brother lives in Boston, who is also a huge Rays fan. So I can't wait to go up for that. Awesome. Right, that's going to be fun. I'm trying to think. Did Vlad hit 30 this weekend? Uh, uh, no, no, Vlad already had 30. Vlad's killing it. Uh, Shohei threw like seven scoreless innings tonight and it's just it becoming like he's I don't know what happened with his pitching compared to like earlier in the season when he just like couldn't control stuff. But like once he's actually like, gotten used to it, he's turned into such a good pitcher. He's so good. He's I mean, this is a Shohei Otani podcast. Remember, we, we will continue to say that until the end of time. This is a Shohei Otani podcast, and he is just... Yeah, he's incredible. He is a revelation. <laughs> he's at 35. He's leading the race. He, he's he's at 35. That's still insane. He's at 35. My God, he's so good. If Vlad I, can't, Jr., I can't get just over imagine, Just imagine if Vlad Jr. Catch, catches him in the home run race. He would probably be the first player ever to win the Triple Crown and not win MVP. Just imagine that. Like... That's one of those things that you probably think is impossible, but it would certainly happen if if Otani keeps it up, keeps it up pitching wise. That's stupid. Sorry, that, I'm just like thinking about that right now. That seems not yeah. plausible. That is Jesus Lord. What Didn't he have a season? hit? Didn't Shohei have a hit in, in in his in his seven scoreless two? Didn't he I, come in I'm after sh- and, and hit? Or, he stole a base, so and then he they stole a base. Yeah, he's not real. He's fake. He's, he's, he's he fake. He is he is so stupid. Not like, the face of baseball, though. No, nah, he's not the face of baseball. No, yeah, he's no. Uh, here, let me think of some random ass player. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Telez. 
He's no Navarro. Deion. Deion. Deion Navarro. Why are you bringing Deanna up his Navarro? name? I don't know. I was just. I, I. I had a random name. I think I saw the his. When was that fight? What was that fight where where Navarro grabbed someone? He held someone back. It was like one of the big. That was like 2008, though. But oh, I, that I, I, that that, that must have been the Red Sox fight. Yeah, yeah. Navarro was our catcher, and he like had to like hold back one of our guys. Yeah, yeah. That must have been the Red Sox fight. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to cut it a cut cut it a walk off tonight. Andrew yeah, McCutcheon yeah, yeah. is probably he's, one of my favorite players the, in the history. Yeah. I, I watched him in spring training. He's one of my favorites too. I mean, he's just. I feel like the Phillies are full of the swagger. They have so much swagger up and down the lineup. He is. He has. He is the smoothest player in baseball, and it's like there is a there is a large gap between the next closest person in terms of swagger. Like Kutch's his like it's it's unmatched. He he's just it's on. I'm sorry, it's unmatched. Well, to uh, revert to talking about the Olympics, Osaka just lost in straight sets. You can go out on uh, some tennis news. Whoa! She lost to Marketa Von Vondrusova. Von Drusava, I think. She Marketa is. Where's she from? I'm actually. Quite She's from the Czech Republic. Wow. So good for that Marketa. That's good for her, a hell of an upset. But... Yeah. Wow. She smoked a... her too. Six one, six four. Props. Wow, that's a hell of a game. A hell of a match by Marquetta. Jesus, that's sorry. I'm just like my mind is blown. Ledecky last night, even though she wasn't like favored to win, and now Osaka tonight. Man, the Olympics. The Olympics that, it brings you crazy things. Does that say something about U.S. swimming, women swimming? Like, are we not as good? Because Ledecky beat everybody in the American swimming qualifiers by. Like eight seconds. No, like. no, no, no. They're good. They're good all around. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know anything about you, it. You, U.S. swimming is the most dominant in, in the world, and it's not even close. Women's and men's? Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. Oh, yeah. They, they, I mean, Caleb Dressel. I mean, they have... they have oh, Gators. Gators legend. What? Caleb Dressel? Dressel? Yeah. I don't know. He's a Gators legend. Oh, also, Bree, your boy Judd is coming back for another year. Oh, my God. Can I just say... <laughs> when i saw that i was like you were so happy because he's not going to the red sox well not even that but he just had such a bad year like and i'm glad that he recognized that honestly that's what i got from it like he was like no i can do better this isn't what i wanted the red sox aren't giving me what i wanted i'm gonna go back have an actual good year and we'll try this again he's I only like gonna it. be a junior so well, I think it'll help him out. I, I think he'll. I think he'll do positive things. I think that's a great way to end this podcast. Because honestly, it's been going on for a while, and I'm sure the the uh, listeners. I don't know if they've gotten to this point, but if you've gotten to this point, I don't know how long this is going to be in terms of editing. But kudos to you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Like I said at the top, if you guys don't follow what what we're doing here at Raise the Roof, social media Raise the Roof TV, Twitch Raise the Roof, Twitch. Uh, YouTube channel, Raise the Roof, website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. If you guys want to sponsor us, if you have any comments, questions, concerns about anything here on the podcast or at Raise the Roof, RaiseTheRoofTV at gmail.com. Make sure to email us there. And for this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, make sure to share, subscribe, and leave us a review. With all that being said, thanks so much for listening. And as always, raise up. Raise up, baby. Raise up. Go to the games like Bree said.